Hey, everybody, welcome to the Addiction Unlimited podcast, where you get to learn everything you want to know about addiction and recovery. I'm your host, Angela Pugh, co-founder of Kansas City Recovery, life coach, and recovering alcoholic. To learn more about me, you can listen to episode zero on your podcast app or find us on the web at addictionunlimited.com. Hello, my friend. Welcome to episode number 225 of the Addiction Unlimited podcast. I'm your coach, Angela Pugh, life coach, recovering alcoholic and entrepreneur, and this is a coaching podcast. I've been fully committed to personal development since I got sober in 2006. And let me tell you, I had relationship problems, money problems. I was codependent, unhealthy, irresponsible, lazy, and had zero self-esteem. And when I had to face making this massive change in my life by quitting drinking, I knew that everything else had to change too. So I buried myself in recovery and made a commitment to be a better person. I read hundreds of books about creating change. I got in a recovery program and I showed up every single day. I followed the guidance of people who knew better than me. I hired people to help me when I needed to, coaches, etc. And day by day, I changed my whole life. And what I've learned in this process is there's nothing I can't do. There's nothing you can't do. So every Wednesday, I release a new episode to help you improve your life and improve who you are as a human being so that you can be happy and have the life you want. I'll tell you what works. I'll tell you what doesn't work. I've made all the mistakes, so I definitely know what doesn't work. (laughs) I'll share all of that with you so you don't have to go through all the struggles I did. You can get the fast track to feeling better, loving your life, and loving yourself. That's what we're doing here. And thank you for spending some time with me and having your earbuds in. I hope you've got earbuds in and you are doing the workout of a lifetime right now as you listen, or maybe you're taking a run. Maybe you're in the car going somewhere amazing, but thank you for spending some time with me. I'm so glad you're here with me. I've had some really amazing things going on, you guys. You may remember I turned 50 um, last month in June, June 17th is my birthday. I turned 50 and... A few weeks ago, I had a party and I invited people from my online community. So I do a six-week coaching program and I have a membership community called Sober Society and my Sober Society VIP people and my six-week coaching clients from all over the years, right? Like everybody was invited to come and share in this party with me. And it was the first time I got to do a real like in-person event with people from everywhere because I work with people all over the place. And it was so incredible to invite everyone to come. Of course, not everybody could come. We've got schedules and work and kids and it's summer and a lot of people are traveling with kids and doing their vacations and all that good stuff. But just to have the opportunity to put the invitation out to my community of people who have worked with me because 
when we work together like that, we really form these incredible friendships. And, you know, and we're all like, we text each other. I mean, we're friends, you know, <laughs> like I am the coach for sure, but we form a bond. And these are relationships that can last a lifetime. And I wanted to start doing in-person sort of events in 2021, right? And this is exactly what we're talking about today, you know, how to stay engaged and inspired in your life. One of the things that I want to do in 2021 was start doing in-person events. I wanted to get out in the world and start meeting my audience and meet people in real life and talk to you and know who is listening to me when I put out these episodes every week and just have a greater sense of connection. And that was something inspiring to me. But unfortunately, uh, as usual, coronavirus had its own ideas of what was going to happen in 2021. So, you know, all of those plans got pushed to the back burner. So being two and a half years into coronavirus and finally getting to put a small event together where I could meet people was truly phenomenal. And it was an incredible night and so many people showed up and to get to hug people in real life and really just foster that greater sense of connection, not only seeing each other on Zoom in our individual sessions or our weekly group coaching experience in Sober Society VIP, but to really be sitting next to someone and to see them and feel their energy and get to know them even better. It was truly phenomenal. And I'm so grateful for everybody that came. And we are going to start doing more stuff like that. And um, actually in September, I'm going to do another small event to do a mud run. We're going to do Rugged Maniac. So really looking forward to that also to get a little athleticism in there. Not that you really have to be that much of an athlete. They have obstacles, but I guess from what I understand, like if there's an obstacle you can't do, you could just go around it. I'm sure there will be a few I can't do. Uh, I mean, I like to work out. I'm a strong person, but I've never done an obstacle race before, you know, and I'm not racing. I just want to be clear about that. Like have you run and all of that. So I want to go get muddy with my friends and have fun. So <laughs> we're going to do that in September. I'm really looking forward to that. But I love this topic with, again, how to stay engaged and inspired in your life. I love this topic because it is so hard right now, especially with everything that we've been through in the last couple of years. And doing this little party for my birthday was just a huge reminder of how much I miss events because I've always done different events, conferences and educational things and retreats. All of that stuff has always been a big part of my life for many, many years. So to not have, and I'm an introvert, right? Like I like to be tucked away in my apartment with my dog. <laughs> you know, that makes me very happy too. And it took a while in coronavirus for it to really sink in for me that I missed that stuff. And now missing events and connection is fully engaged for me. Like I really have to start doing more of that stuff. But it's created this void, right? Like if you're feeling unengaged or disengaged, 
in your life, I think that's right on target for everything we've been through the last couple of years. If you're feeling a little lost or not sure what happens next or what you should do next, not loving everything exactly the way it is, whether that's your routine, your relationship, your job, if you're feeling uninspired and a bit flat, I'd say you're right where you're supposed to be. I mean, that's that feels appropriate for everything we've been through recently. You know, quarantine, so many people lost their jobs. And, and even if you kept your job, it changed, right? Going to working from home, working remote, whatever that looked like for you. And quarantine, not only being quarantined, but think about how much that affected your relationships, right? If you had to isolate together, that puts a lot of pressure on anyone. That is challenging to be kind of on lockdown with somebody 24-7 and with your kids. Like there is so much stress in that. And financial stress, there was so much fear, you know, and the people that did lose their jobs. And again, jobs changing. And for those of us that are entrepreneurs, and especially with digital business, there was, uh, there has been a few major shifts in that and major shifts in revenue. There were times that people were really spending and buying a lot of online resources. And, and then current, like it currently it went to nothing, you know, and that's brings up a lot of fear because you have no idea like, oh my gosh, what's happening? When will this be over? Uh, how is it going to be a couple of months down the road? Do I need to consider something different? Is this not going to be revenue for me anymore? Do I need to change everything? Like there's a lot that comes up. And I know for me, I had to set a boundary really early on in coronavirus because if you guys think about it, at the beginning of 2020, we had so many major world-changing issues happening all at the same time. Um, it was BLM, there was Me Too, there was the presidential campaigns and elections, coronavirus and all the uncertainty and fear and death that that brought. I mean, there were so many huge, huge things happening all at the same time. And my anxiety just couldn't handle it. I had to set a boundary pretty quickly to stop watching the news. And news loves to catastrophize everything anyway, right? They want to scare you to death so that you'll be glued to the screen. And honest to God, I just couldn't take it. I had to shut it down. I had to disconnect myself from the news. I had to find other ways to kind of know what was going on. I have a lot of very smart people in my life, and I really relied on them in that time to kind of keep me in the loop and to talk about things and to learn about things. I also think some of those issues were so big, for me, it was a really great time to just get quiet. You know, I really wanted to be quiet and soak up information and really learn 
where I could be better, how I could be better as a human being, how I could really facilitate change in my piece of the world and making things better and more amicable and more full of love, because that's what I care about is everybody just loving each other. Um, But I had to create that boundary because my anxiety was getting so out of control watching the news and my head was just spinning and I I just couldn't take it. Like it would have thrown me in a tailspin that could have been dangerous. So I, I had to have that boundary and I just shut it down. And it was one of the best things I could have done. And this is a huge piece of what I want to talk about today too. Again, staying engaged and inspired in your life. This is technology is a huge piece of this that hasn't really worked in our favor in a lot of ways, where you can get this great sense of connection online and you can meet people from all over the world, just like we do in sober society. And like I said, my six week coaching program, uh, we're so connected. We spend a lot of time together and that's awesome. But again, like when I just had my birthday party, that online connection is incredible, but it doesn't replace the energy you share with someone when you're sitting in the same room. And a lot of us dealt with this with meetings too, whether it was AA or Celebrate Recovery or Smart Recovery or Refuge Recovery, which I think now is Dharma Recovery, Recovery Dharma. It doesn't replace, like doing it online is great, but there will never be a replacement for me for sitting in that room with my sponsor across the room, that sense of safety and connection and comfort of being in that little recovery bubble. Nothing will be the same as that, you know? And technology saved us in a lot of ways through all of this too, but it does allow us to disconnect a little further from the real world and the in-person world. And think about this too, just how much things have changed over the years and not even just technology, but the sense of connection with people and camaraderie and neighborhoods is very different also. You know, like we pull in our garages and close the door. So there's no like, it's not like it used to be when I was a kid and you pull in the driveway and like your neighbors were outside and you say hi and you chat for a minute on the lawn before you go in. Like everybody knew each other, you know, (laughs) like you don't have that so much anymore. And And now I think too, like we have beautiful coffee shops and co-working spaces and all these things. So I don't even think we have people over to our houses as much as we used to. You know, even when I was in my 20s, like when I was in my 20s in LA, you know, we did things at each other's house. You hang out at each other's houses. There were dinner parties and things like that. And I know some people are still doing that stuff, but I feel like it just doesn't happen as much as it used to. And I think about it now too, and it's like, I don't know that anybody would show up to somebody else's house uninvited. You know, like when I was young, that was normal. Like it was totally normal to just have a random knock on the door. And, you know, my parents' friends were just driving by and and thought they'd stop in and say hello. Like that was normal. And like to my dad, that's still normal. Like my dad can just be sitting in his house, have a knock on the door and be like, oh, let me call you back, babe. So-and-so's here. I'm going to chat with them for a while. But like that doesn't happen anymore. (laughs) You know, like I can't imagine anybody would show up at my house unannounced. 
you know, nor would I be welcoming of that. <laughs> you know, like I want to know, I need advance warning. But you can see all these little pieces have played a role in us disengaging from our community and from the people around us. And you guys, human beings are pack animals. We are made to be connected. So I just want you to think about that when you're feeling disconnected or unengaged in your life. I want you to think about this first, like how much technology is playing a role in that? Like how much anxiety do you get when you're not looking at your phone? And I catch myself with this a ton, you guys, where I have gotten caught up in that instant gratification or impatience. Like there's so many components to it, but the second I have downtime, I immediately want to grab my phone and look at something. And I've really been catching. I'm like, what is going on with you, dude? Like just chill out for a second. You know, like even if I'm in the car and I just get stopped at a red light, I'll immediately grab my phone to look at something. And I'm just in my head. I'm like, what are you doing? Chill out. Or when I'm watching television and a commercial comes on, immediately grab my phone. Like I don't have an ability to just be for a few minutes. And I've I've been working on that a lot because that makes me uncomfortable. I don't want to be so reliant on my phone where my anxiety goes up when I'm not connected to it. That's the thing I don't want to happen because I got to watch my anxiety anyway. I already have anxiety problems, you know, and what have you heard me say a thousand times? If you want to change a behavior, you have to take an action to directly counteract the behavior. So for me, when I catch myself feeling some anxiety and wanting to grab the phone, I have to take the action of not grabbing the phone and doing some self-soothing stuff, right? Work on my patience, work on chilling out, have that conversation with myself, take a few deep belly breaths. I don't need to be dependent on my phone or my tablet or my computer, right? I need to be able to manage myself. So I have to work on that anxiety and I've been doing that lately because it's weird. Like, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be all weird and fidgety the second I have downtime. My desire is to be calm and to feel good. (laughs) And I also don't want to make other people feel weird if I'm constantly reaching for my phone, even in group settings, right? I want to be engaged with the people around me, not in my phone, my phone or you know, the internet, whatever, however you want to refer to it, doesn't need to play that big of a role in my life every single second. So something else I really want you to think about, and we do this a lot, uh, I talk about this a lot in in two different major areas. One in my six-week coaching program, I talk about this a lot. And also every year in January, I do uh, New Year intentions. And I typically do like a webinar or a workshop or something totally free. But we just talk about our intentions for the year. And this is something that is a major focus of that. And that is life domains. And when you are feeling uninspired in your life, when you're feeling bored, not fulfilled, not stimulated, not challenged, Everything's a little bit flat, right? You're not super happy with anything. Even if, like let's take your job, for example. Even if you have a job that you enjoy. And I had a client a couple of years ago and I was on a call with her and 
And she did just a single session with me, just one coaching session. And I don't even do that anymore. But um, she did one coaching session with me, you know, so we're trying to dig through a lot of things. And for me, as a professional, I'm searching for different things than what you're looking at, right? So (laughs) because I have to get to the root of what's really going on with you so that I can offer you a solution to that, because ultimately getting to the root of it is what is going to give you relief and make you feel better. So I'm searching, I'm asking questions and searching for different pieces of information. And she had said to me, uh, she was a trained chef. She had a great job. She's like, I, I like my job. I work in a great place. They're good to me. My pay is good. You know, this is what I'm trained to do. I love food and and being a chef. And so she was satisfied in all those pieces of her job. And what I heard as she was talking, and she was talking about her routine, what I heard was she she just wasn't stimulated. She was bored. And that's possible, you guys. You don't have to dislike something to be bored with it. It doesn't have to be a bad situation to no longer be stimulating. That also doesn't mean that like I told her to quit her job, right? (laughs) Because that's not necessarily the solution either. But it's to recognize that maybe your job, even if it is really good to you, even if you really like your coworkers and you really like your boss and the benefits are great and the pay is great and there you have some flexibility, it can be the perfect job, but that doesn't mean it doesn't get mundane. That doesn't mean it doesn't get monotonous, right? Doing the same thing, being in that routine. So that was something that we got into is, you know, how she could shift things up even at work so that she could be stimulated again, because that's what happens is your brain it kind of gets a little dormant, you know, because you're doing routine. So your brain doesn't have to be engaged as much because it knows what you're doing. You're on autopilot. Have you ever driven and you're going somewhere and you get there and you don't necessarily remember all the moves you made to get there because you were just lost in thought because you're on autopilot. You've done it a million times. So your brain doesn't have to engage so much. The other piece for her is that she wasn't focusing on all of her life domains. And this is one of the biggest mistakes I see people make in life, all life. (laughs) For every reason that somebody reaches out to me to be their coach, not just addiction and recovery, I work with a lot of people for a lot of things. And this is one of the biggest mistakes, life domains, meaning We have all these different areas of our lives, okay? And I'm going to give you the rundown really quickly of the five life domains, spirituality, family, work, health, community. Those are your life domains. And what we do as humans is we sometimes can get hyper-focused on one or two of those areas and we completely ignore the other three. And that is not going to serve you well, my friend. You're not going to have this super fulfilled, happy life if you're not putting some energy into all your life domains, right? You have to be fulfilled in all those areas. Listen, that doesn't mean I get up every day with my list of life domains and I'm like checking off the boxes, making sure I'm doing something. It doesn't have to be that rigid. What it does mean is even as an introvert who loves to be tucked away in my apartment with my dog, even as an introvert... Sometimes 
I start to feel lonely and sad because I spend so much of my time alone. I love being alone, but when I do it too much, it starts to feel heavy and unfriendly, (laughs) right? And this is a piece of my anxiety. So I can get really weird if I isolate too much in my house, my anxiety will start to get bigger and bigger and it will make me start to feel unsafe leaving the house. So this is something with my anxiety that I have to be very mindful of. So if I isolate too much, too many days without, you know, human contact. I haven't talked to any of my friends or haven't seen my family, right? I spend the majority of the time if I'm out of my house, I'm with my family. I love my family. My nieces and nephews are the light of my life. So typically, if I'm out of the house, I'm usually with someone in my family. But if I isolate too much, especially if I have a big work project going on or something and I'm just really hyper focused on my stuff, It can be too many days and I'll start to feel sad and I have to sit back and go, okay, what's going on? Why am I not feeling great, right? What's going on? I look at my life domains. Where am I really lacking? Because a lot of those things, those life domains, spirituality, family, work, health, community, a lot of those things I can fulfill pretty easily, right? Again, especially with technology, with online forums and communities, I can get that sense of connection. But it doesn't always do the trick, right? Like I need to have human contact. I need to talk to my friends. I need to make inappropriate jokes and laugh and have fun, right? I need to be out of my house. I need sunshine. I need exercise. So I have to stop and go, okay, Angela, what are you doing, dude? You know, like what's lacking? And Sometimes it's spirituality. Sometimes I just haven't been in in my spiritual practices, right? I am, my spirituality is like law of attraction, universe, energy. That's the stuff I love. And I have to make it a point to engage in those activities. That's how I feel inspired. My family, like I said, most of the time, if I leave my house, I'm with my family. I love my family. So I've got that one down pat. I'm pretty good on that one, (laughs) although I can neglect it. So I want you to think about these life domains. Where are you not paying attention to your life? Are you doing something for some sort of spiritual practice? That doesn't have to be church or organized religion. It doesn't have to be my thing, law of attraction in the universe, right? It doesn't have to be that either. Maybe it's meditation for you. Maybe you want to explore some Eastern principles, right? That's kind of my thing for sure. Universe, all that good stuff. Um, But find your spiritual thing, whatever it is. Or are you lacking in community? Are you not out amongst your fellows? Are you not engaging with other people? And this is big too, you guys, because it's not only engaging with people you know, it is very important that we have some time expanding ourselves in that way too. So I need to meet new and different people. You know, That's an important part of community. For me, a big part of community also is service work. 
I love to volunteer and thank goodness there are more of those opportunities now, coronavirus letting up a little bit. A lot of that stuff that hasn't been available the last couple of years is more available now. And that's a huge piece of my community is doing service work and volunteering my time, giving of myself. Health. This could be a million things. This is exercise. This is your mental health, mental wellness, like I like to call it. Are you taking care of your mental wellness? Like, what are you really doing? Work. We talked about my past client, right? Like, you can love your job and still feel a little bored with it. If your routine is too routine, then figure out how to switch that up. Can you add something? Can you switch something, change something, do something a little bit different? That could just be in your routine. You know, one of the things I said to her, she was a chef, that client I was telling you about, uh, she was a chef and I was like, well, could you maybe go to your boss and ask to start working on some new recipes, you know, or start working on a special menu for the, for the next season, you know, with some seasonal options, whatever. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a chef, but, (laughs) but think outside the box. What are some things you can do to get your brain re-engaged where you can feel more inspired? You don't have to get a new job, but listen, if you need to get a new job, then maybe that's part of your focus. Maybe you need to start figuring that out. If you're really disliking your job, maybe you need to start taking some action in that area. And what's the first thing you would do? Just do something little, update your resume, right? Just take a little step that direction. You don't have to make big, bold moves today. It's little micro decisions. Just update your resume. But you see what I'm saying? You have to approach your life as your whole life. You can't only be caught up in family and work. And that's what I see most often. Everyone is consumed in family and work. And you forget that you're a whole human being and you need all the different areas of your life to be fulfilling, to feel good. And that doesn't mean if you're sitting there thinking, well, I can't do that. I don't have time for that. I can't afford to do anything. Stop with the excuses. Don't immediately talk yourself out of something. Get creative. Figure it out. I lived a lot of years of my life. I didn't have any damn money. And I still managed to do a whole bunch of cool stuff. Money is not the end all be all. Money does not make your life and it does not break your life. So don't get hung up on that and make an excuse. That's making an excuse to just let yourself off the hook so you don't have to do any work. That's how we dodge responsibility. Well, if I make an excuse, I don't have time. I can't afford it. If I make an excuse, then I don't have to actually do anything. Don't do that. If you want your life to be different, you have to do things differently. Get creative think outside the box. If you don't know how to get creative and think outside the box, then go in the Facebook group and ask, and I'll be in there to tell you. I'm happy to help however I can. I'm in the Addiction Unlimited Facebook group every day, helping people and answering questions and giving tips and tricks. So if you can't figure it out on your own, jump in there and ask. Everybody will be happy to jump in and give you pointers and tell you what they did and what they tried and how they got through whatever situation. But I want you to start thinking of your life as a whole picture. 
all of your life domains and what are some little things you can do in your life domains. A lot of days, my spirituality is spending some time online in a Facebook group that I'm a part of that's law of attraction or manifesting or something like that. That's the stuff I love. I need to fulfill that part of me and keep it engaged because it makes me happy. It doesn't mean it has to take five hours. It doesn't mean that it has to be a big old pain in the buns, right? You just find ways to engage in all the life domains, however it works for you. It doesn't have to be a huge time commitment. It doesn't have to cost a million dollars. It's up to you to take the action to be engaged in your own life and make yourself feel better, right? This is our responsibility. I am my responsibility. You are your responsibility. So get creative. All right, I'm going to go through these life domains one more time. Spirituality, family, work, health, community. You know, something quick you could do for your health. I've talked about this before. When I started really wanting to make lifestyle changes in my food habits, I made one rule. Just one thing. This is how it all started for me. I decided I don't eat after 6 p.m. That's it. That's all. And I just focused on that. Listen, it was pretty easy. And that's why it was my first rule. (laughs) I didn't do anything crazy like I'm cutting out carbs. That couldn't be my first rule, right? Like I had to do something that was simple and easy for me to adhere to because then it built my confidence. But it took energy. I had to think about it. Like I had to think throughout my day, like, okay, I know I'm not eating after six. So I had to make sure that I got my last meal of the day in before that. And I had to think through what am I going to have? And is it ready? And do I have it? Do I need to go to the store? Right? It was a commitment and it required some sacrifice because I had to have some awareness of what I was doing and, and sacrifice a little mental energy to make sure I could stick to it. Right. And it was huge. That was a game changer for me. That's my health life domain. See what I'm saying? It can be small. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Life domains. Okay, this is the key. If you want to be engaged and inspired in your life, you have to approach your life as a whole picture where most of us lay dormant in many of those life domains, and we are consumed with family and work. So I want you to think about this. Think about small things that you could do, or if you are a goal getter going big all the time, and you've got the resources and you've got the time, then go big if that's your situation. And think about what you can do. Maybe you're hiring a life coach today, and you're like, let's do this thing. I want to knock this out of the park. Let's get started. I'm ready to go right now then do that. But if you're another type of person that requires baby steps, do baby steps. But focus on all your life domains, okay? And that's how you're going to boost. That's how you're going to boost feeling inspired and motivated. And that's also how you really get engaged in living your life actively, not passively. I hope you're having a fantastic day. I really want to see you in that Facebook group. I'm happy to help you with anything. Put your questions in there. I hope you're having a fantastic day and I'll see you next week. 
You've reached the end of another great episode of the Addiction Unlimited podcast, candid and honest conversation about addiction and recovery. Be sure to visit us at addictionunlimited.com to join the conversation and access show notes and links to everything we talked about. Love this episode? Please take 30 seconds to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes to help us improve and give you the information you want. Thanks for listening. See you next week.